Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson and just returned from day one of OTAs a little bit ago and want to give you some of my first impressions. And first of all, it's one practice, it's OTAs, it's not, you know, full pads, putting guys to the ground, 11 on 11 the whole time. So as I warned you yesterday, you can get a little ahead of yourself on this type of thing and, you know, you're not going to get a ton from each one. But... It was a great environment. The weather was awesome. There was tons of media down there, lots of buzz and excitement. And uh, Chris was down there. DK was down there, you know, so saw all everyone from the site as well as a bunch of media friends and all that. Not that that's what you're here to listen to, but um, great environment. Again, I, I thought the, the pace of the practice was great. And a big thing I mentioned to you guys yesterday was I was excited to body type a lot of the new guys and they all soared you know I mean they, they were all exceeded expectations I told you I'd seen some of the draft pick picks in person Washington Porter um, Jones as well and they were all super impressive well the others I saw were as well as is Isaac Silamalo. I mean, he's not fat at all. He is a longer, leaner guy than I think people give credit to. And Herbig, you know, is a big bruiser type, but he's not fat as well. You know, I mean, like these guys are well put together. I mean, they're they're fielding a good looking get off the bus team without question, which is impressive. You know, it's it means something. We're not we're not selling jeans here, but you do want to look the part and have the long arms and the body types and all those things that matters. So I didn't see much of the defense because when we were on the air, it was mostly offense in front of us. We did see some stuff, you know, offense versus defense. But a couple things that stood out to me defensively, and there's much less than on the offensive side of the ball. Watching Keanu Benton run was something, you know, like when I first started going to practices regularly and all those type of things, I was blown away how well when you're on the field is different than being in the stands or watching on TV, how well Tuitt and Hayward run to the football and do consistently every snap, don't loaf and the ground shakes. It's like Buffalo coming at you. And Benton had that feel too. Like he's covering a lot of ground and playing to the whistle. Feels like the ground shaking when he runs your direction. You know, what I mean, like it, he can move. I mean, he when when you hear the words nose tackle, don't think Casey Hampton stuck between the guards all game. I mean, this guy can run for a big guy. He gets moving, and it was pretty impressive. Um, again, not a lot of other defensive nuggets, but we did sit down with Cole Holcomb. Or you know, right after, and I guess we're gonna get a player. I think every day, right around noon, and they, right from the practice field, they sit down with us and we have a conversation. And he was cool. I mean, well, that, that worked out. Cool, cool. Um, you know, we talked about things about how we keep calling him an ascending player, and you know, he said, "Yeah, I really feel that way as well." I thought I was having my best year, which I agree with. The stats back it up. Everything backs it up. And then I got injured last year. You know, he said he was he was funny. He said things that I often tell you guys. He's like, my rookie year, I bid on play action every time, you know, and now the game has slowed down for me. I understand what these I'm paraphrasing. I understand 
what these guys can do as route runners. I mean, every team has a back that can light you up as a route runner. The tight ends are nothing like in college. And he's been detached from college for a while. But the crux of our conversation was, as a 26, 27-year-old tight, you know, linebacker, your athleticism is still there. It's a nice cross-section of when your athleticism and mind match up. And he felt very much the same way. Um, seems to be really enjoying the city, his new teammates, all that stuff, which is great. Um, he didn't say he's going to be the green dot guy here, but he was in Washington and seems like a good communicator. So that was fun too. So um, quick break, and then we'll focus on the offense. I had I spent more time watching the offense, but I got to warn you. I mean, when you're on the air doing live radio, you, you catch some things here and there, but it's not like, man, I'm glued to every play and every snap and rewinding and all that. But it, just some impressions, and I think they've all been positive, as they should be in OTAs across the league right now, to be honest with you. All right, so yesterday I mentioned the quarterback pecking order is so much different now than OTAs 365 days ago. You know, they're not trying to get Trubisky ready for week one while giving Rudolph snaps and bringing Pickett along. I mean, that's not what they're doing. Pickett's the one, Trubisky's the two, Rudolph's the three. And from afar, it looks like they've really embraced those roles. And I thought all three threw the football very sharply. They're all pretty athletic. Rudolph's gotten more and more athletic since getting into the league, and he's not as athletic as the other two, but rollouts, sharp throws, I, crisp, it would be word I'd describe the unit as a whole. Um, and, and what's his face? The undrafted dude. I, my, my apologies. But he's light on his feet, too. He has some, some twitchiness and some athleticism about him, too. So, Pickett certainly looked like he belonged, like he was in charge, you know, like he's the guy Everyone, I'm not saying they all looked up to him like Ben in his 12th year or something like that, but it's pretty clear that he is popular and they're behind him. So he addressed the media. I was not in the room with him, but he, you know, in the locker room and he said a couple good things. You know, I mean, it sounds like he's, you know, really fitting in and fitting in is the wrong word. He's been around a while. But one thing of note that he did say was he's put on, I think he said eight pounds, which I think is good. I mean, I wouldn't have thought, boy, he looks heavier in a negative way by watching practice or he's heavy footed or not as twitchy as he used to be. But I do think there's times last year where ragdolls the wrong word, but he got thrown around a little bit, you know, and led to concussions and injuries. And I think adding some bulk to deal with this league in that many games is smart, especially it looks like he did it slow in the right way and not affecting his athleticism. So I think that's really wise project for him this offseason. And um, so that's about it on the quarterbacks. If you haven't ever seen Najee Harris in person, <laughs> It's something. I mean, there aren't – I've seen a lot of professional and college running backs. Few, few, few look like him. And he practices really hard, stays after. I love the attitude. I mean, do I wish he could – you know, was more explosive. And we've talked about him on the field. But just seeing what he does with his teammates, the work ethic, the competitiveness, and the body type is very wow. Um, And same with Warren. You know, like there were special team drills – 
where a lot of the guys are just kind of standing around that weren't participating and he's doing gassers on the side, you know, like he's, I, you get the feeling again, one practice, relax, Matt, that you get the feeling though, that he's not just sitting on his hands. Like, Oh, I got this thing made. I'm, I'm, I'm in. So work ethic is not a problem for him at all. Uh, look good running routes is something I was looking at for sure. The tight end group stands out. Uh, Connor Hayward is very quick and a very good route runner. Fryermuth is silky smooth and looks as good as I ever saw him. And again, I haven't seen these guys in a while, so it's kind of like, hey, he came back from the summer and Johnny's you know, six inches taller than he used to be when you're in you know high school or whatever and you don't keep up with people. Um, but Washington kind of steals the show. Just what he looks like out there. His presence against NFL linebackers and safeties over the middle of the field, it's such a big target for the quarterback to throw to. He'll snatch the ball over his head, runs well. I mean, he's a little bit of a build-up speed guy, but, I mean, sometimes you take the test like my wife that knows nothing about football. If I took her down there, who was the first player she would ask me about? Well, it might have been Washington. Like, who's that guy? He doesn't look like the rest of them. That's absolutely true. So the tight end room to me is really exciting. Um, not a lot of receiver notes. Pickens did some Pickens stuff, you know, contorting his body in very impressive manner, which is great. Um, I also will say that I don't think Calvin Austin lost any speed. I mean, he can really, really run, which we knew, but he's coming off an injury and boy, he looks small. <laughs> I'm not picking on the guy. He is small. I mean, boy, he doesn't even look small. He is small. On a team that I said is starting to win the get-off-the-bus Olympics, he doesn't. I mean, he stands out as, who's that little fellow? But he can fly, and he is interesting. The O-line is really impressive. I mean, they're not doing O-line stuff. They're doing some drills. You know, I'm just looking at their feet and, you know, their balance and their body types more than anything with one practice. And... I honestly think it's going to be an enviable group, you know, that Dan Moore can play, Dotson can play, and those guys are probably going to be backups, you know, let alone, you know, Herbig is a, is a backup as well. So, Green looked kind of good to me. I, I mean, I'm not getting super excited, but it looked like he mostly played center or maybe all played center. There's so many guards now. Maybe his focus is on center. I'm not trying to get you excited about Green reviving his career, but He's impressive on the hoof. He just on game day is not that exciting. Um, but overall, the line is an impressive group of athleticism, size. And now there's some experience, but still youth upside. I think they have a very good O-line coach, too, in Pat Meyer. I mean, that, that's a hard thing to comment on after one year, but I think he's doing a, a very good job. So I have all positives to say. Um if they all look terrible, I would have told you, but it's an environment to look good. Spirits are up. Weather is great. We're all excited just to see human beings in helmets doing NFL stuff. So it was an enjoyable experience and just wanted to relay that. So over and out. Take care. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.